Thank you for downloading the Bunglet Cricket Podcast and here we are going into the Cricket World Cup. It's felt like it's a long time coming but we are here and previewing it with me is Saif Hasnar, cricket journalist at United News of Bangladesh. Saif, thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you, it's a privilege to come here again. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. How are you feeling about the World Cup? Yes, uh, we are also excited. The World Cup, finally, the war is over and... Uh, and the war is uh, about to be- begin. What's the kind of uh, atmosphere and feeling like in Bangladesh? Has World Cup fever taken over? Is it all the newspapers, all the TV stations? Is that what they're talking about? Are people interested? Are people excited? Or is it sort of just normal back page sports news? No, no. People are very excited about the World Cup because uh, we have a very experienced team this time. So it creates many hope for the Tigers in this World Cup and it created the very much hype in Bangladesh. So let's talk about the preparation that's gone into the World Cup. So it started largely with uh, a Tri-Nation series in Ireland which also featured the West Indies which Bangladesh won. So the last time we spoke was before this Tri-Series but Bangladesh were convincing. Uh, We were unbeaten, we beat the West Indies three times and we won in a final. So a good tournament? Yeah, the Tri-Nation series was really an important stage uh, for Bangladesh to get prepared before the World Cup. And I think they did well. They beat West Indies, uh, as you said, three times in that event, uh, which wasn't an easy task. West Indies, is, West Indies are uh, always a strong opponent, regardless the condition. Despite having some big hitters in the team, they were clueless against the Tigers. I think it was a big thing for Bangladesh. Yeah, well, the West Indies went on to score 400 against the New- against New Zealand in in one of the warm up games. So um, it kind of made Bangladesh's uh, performance against them look even better. My only concern really was I'm not sure we were particularly pushed very hard um, through that tri series because you know the, we we didn't have to chase a 300 plus score at any point. Um, you know we we did really well to get. Um, the, the sort of 213 runs in the final in like less than 25 overs but I felt like we weren't really really pushed hard yes uh, but uh, we didn't score more than 300 or didn't chase that but Shombo Sarkar was very imperious in the tri-series uh, he hit 350s at the same time uh, Tami Mikbal Shakib was also were also good in the middle, he's scoring two fifties each. Uh, Liton does played a match and also hit a fifty. I think uh, the preparation of the batsmen went really well, uh, so that's not a big concern that we didn't chase a three hundred run score. And so, some of the performances in that tri series, I feel, has given more of a headache to selectors than solved them because I was sat here before before I spoke to you, before I called you, um, I was sitting here trying to work out what our starting 11 will be and it's it's really tough because i think the debate has always been tamim because i think the debate has always been who is going to open with tamim is it going to be shuma or is it going to be little but they both seem to play quite well so which way do you go do you go for one or the other or do you play both of them and maybe lose someone like sabra down the, the order who didn't really necessarily fire in the island uh, I think Bangladesh should go with Tami Bigbell and Shombo Sarkar in the opening spot. Uh, uh, Shombo did really well in the transition series and for that performance you can't put him out from the playing eleven. 
You, you could say the same for Litton, though. I feel sorry for Litton if he misses out. Because... Yeah, Litton, Litton also did oil in the Tri-Series in a single match. What he has played, he hit a 50. And in the last game against India, in the warm-up game, he also hit a 50. I think he can go at five uh, in the place of Mohamed Mitton, who is not looking at his best currently. So here's my thought. I thought if you have Tamim Shomot, then maybe if Litton comes in at three or seven... And then, I, in my opinion, I don't think Shabir has done enough to be in that team. So, if you have Mossadegh in the team, if you have Mashraf, if you have Fizz... Uh, yes, if you want to talk about Sabir Rahman. Uh, Sabir, there is a contention to select Sabir and Mossadegh at the same time. Uh, if there is a scope to keep both of them in the team, I'll go for that. Because uh, Sabir is not in touch in the recent time, well... But he can damage any bowling attack in his own day. On the other hand, Musaddiq is also handy as a spinner. Uh, since Mahmudullah is not fit yet to bowl, so Musaddiq can claim a place in the team. And we also saw that what he can do with the bat in the final of Tri-National Series against West Indies. For me, I can't imagine a starting eleven without Mossadegh in it. Um, I think he's done enough to be in that starting eleven. Shabir, for me, I'm like I like him as a player, but I'm not sure he is. For me, I would rather have Litton in that lineup because Litton is amongst the runs a little bit more. Litton is in in the place of Mohamed Mitun. I don't think uh, Mohamed Mitun uh, is not looking great at this time. What do you think about him? Uh, I I quite like Mitun. I think he's useful. I think he's useful. He was decent in New Zealand as well, I believe. Yes, he did well in New Zealand, but uh, in my opinion, I I, I I rather love to take Litton Das in the place of Mohamed Mitton. And then who else would be form your lineup then? Say so you have Tamim Shuma at the top of the order. Would you keep Shakib at number three? Shakib, Shakib at number three is well. Yes, I'll go for that. He's gone well. Okay, so then if we go down the rest of the order, four, probably Mushvik. Uh, four, Mushvik and... Who comes at five? Five, and after that, Mahmoudullah Riyadh in the line. And then six, Mehdi? Six, uh, no. Six, uh, six, um, six, we can go for Litton Dash or sub Litton Dash. And then you, we keep Mehdi in the team because I think his bowling is has been fantastic. And he, he's like when him and Shakib come into in, in tandem in the middle overs, they really choke the run rate. We we have to choose between Mohammed Mehdi and Miraz and Mohammed Saifuddin. Uh, oh, that's too tough. I can't. Regarding regarding the yeah. opposition. Well, I think uh, I, that's hard because I, I feel like Saifuddin's a really really good useful all rounder. Um, but if we don't have Mehdi in the team, we're we're sort of. A little bit lacking, like in the spin department, because then we only really, really have Shakib as a front nine spinner. Despite have Shakib and Mediasan, we are lacking in the spin department because, uh, as we have seen in the last match, we need a wrist spinner. But what? Nothing to do at this moment. Yeah, it's true. We are. I'm really struggling with the bowlers. I mean. With with the paces, I I reckon we have three paces most likely, don't we? Like Mashraf's going to be there, Fizz is going to be there. Do you think Abu Zaid will start? No, no, no. Abu Zaid is not in the starting eleven, I, as per my opinion. Who who would be? Who which paces would you have? Obviously, you'd have Mashraf, you'd have Fizz. Yes, we have to wait for Abu Zaid for the next opportunity. Uh, Mashrafi, Mustafiz, and Rubel Hussain uh, in the starting eleven, I think.
Do you think Ruben will be in? Because I felt like he wasn't starting particularly. I felt like he'd, he'd fallen out of contention a little bit in... Like for sort of Cipher didn't and Rahi seems slightly ahead of him in the in the pecking order because Rubble has, didn't start a lot in in Ireland at all, did he? Look, uh, Mohammed Saifuddin has been growing up well, but uh, the experience that Rubel Hussain has, he can, he he should he should have a place in the playing eleven. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, it's a, it's a good problem to have. But like this is nice that we're talking about players who are performing well and uh, you know it kind of. Competing for places, this is this is what makes a good side, isn't it? Um, but it is a headache, and I, I, I feel sorry for the selectors because I'm struggling to pick my eleven because actually everyone deserves to be in it. It will be hard for everyone. Like it's you're almost it sounds silly, but you're almost like waiting for someone to not do well to to, to make to, to make a reason for them to not be in the team. Um, and the only person I can think of who hasn't done hasn't fired is is Shabir, and I feel like he'll be the first name to be. Act stuff when they when they come to do that that starting eleven for the South Africa game. I yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. I genuinely can't. But it's a good problem to have. Um, how do you think we're going to do in this World Cup? Are there are there any games that you kind of look at and think there that that's definitely the game we're going to win, or that's definitely a game we we might lose? Actually, Bangladesh should start it well to have something memorable in the World Cup. Everyone knows uh, Bangladesh is a team who heavily rely on a good start. To get more confidence for coming days. Uh, keeping in this mind, I think Bangladesh have to face uh, difficult challenges in their first three games against South. Africa. Yeah, I think so too because we've got we've got teams who are used to uh, slightly more pace friendly pitches: South Africa, New Zealand, and then England. And, and, and I think those are going to be our toughest games. Now, if those games were later in the tournament, when say the pitches were a bit more used and maybe they were turning a little bit more, or maybe the weather was warmer. I'd say we might have more of a chance, but we'll be playing South Africa on probably, I imagine, a fresh pitch. We'll be playing New Zealand on in the Oval again, so still a relatively new pitch, and then England and Cardiff. So we've got three teams who are really good on these sorts of pitches. Right, right. Bangladesh, uh, the result of past three matches will write Bangladesh's fortune in the World Cup, I think. Do you think, though, because I, I always feel like those are the three hardest ones out of the way, because I think once we get a little bit down the line, like by the time we play Pakistan in the final game, for me, that pitch will have been used, it'll be slightly warmer in England, and that, like, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a team who have a similar sort of uh, prefer, preferred playing surface to us. I feel like against it's the subcontinental teams we should be looking to win. I mean, I think we could beat Sri Lanka, I think we'll beat West Indies Afghanistan. again, Afghanistan yes, should win. Pakistan, we can beat, um, and then we can want to get one one other upset within that. Either, you know, maybe not India, but just any end of those other teams, and we've won five games, and we're you know close to a semi final place. And I think that's that's how we're going to do it. I think we need to go for the subcontinental teams. Yes, of course, uh, you uh, we should win against Pakistan, Sri Lanka, and Afghanistan at least from the subcontinental teams. Hundred percent. Who of the kind of non-subcontinental teams do you think we should target, or we're likely to get a win against? I mean, we obviously beat New Zealand the last time we played them in a major tournament, but New Zealand, uh, as you said, West Indies also, and uh, we 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 have. Of course, South Africa is a strong team in the World Cup, but given their weakness against this spin, I still have some hope. I have some hope against South Africa. We should be looking at a semi-final berth, but I, part of me also thinks the closer I get to the World Cup, 
I realise how strong everyone else is, how good England are batting at the moment, how good their bowling attack like, is. Um, the way the Shy Hope is batting. I know the West Indies didn't do particularly well against us in the Tri-Series, but the 400 against New Zealand... Shy Hope is really a dangerous oh, match. Yeah, Shai completely. Hope. And then you've got Chris Gale in that same batting lineup. Just He also hit it on last match, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was a top... I think he was a top scorer in that in that Ireland series. And we all thought Shumal did well with three... Um, 50s in a row, but Shy Hope, I think, scores Gordon <laughs> nearly double the amount of runs. So, yeah, I it, it, I feel like we're quietly confident, but I also just realised in the last few days through the warm matches how good everyone else actually is. You know, England beat Pakistan convincingly, but then lost to a lost to Australia in one of the warm up matches, and you sort of realise actually it's going to be a really competitive World Cup. There are a lot of good teams, and Bangladesh are the strongest they've ever been, but they're going up against some really tough sides. But I still believe we can make the semi finals. Uh, yes, I still believe. But uh, to do that, I think Bangladesh batting coach Neil McKenzie should come up with an instant plan of uh, playing against risk spinners. What what we have seen in the last uh, warm-up game against India, Bangladesh were really clueless to play against risk spinners. It is really uh, a matter of uh, concern before going to the World Cup. Saif, I'm really looking forward to this World Cup. I'm sure we should speak again during it and after it and see how the progress goes. But thank you so much for joining me on the Bangla Cricket Podcast. Thank you, Roshan. It was really good to come here again. Thank you so much. And if you have any thoughts on Bangladesh and their progress during the World Cup, send us an email podcast at banglacricket.co.uk and we'll speak very soon. 